Thank you for downloading this free episode of Fun Employment Radio. You can support us by doing all of your online shopping at funemploymentradio.com slash shop. Vendors such as Zappos, ThinkGeek, Expedia, eBay, Amazon, and more. All at funemploymentradio.com slash shop. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's like she's de- declared herself a hall monitor. You know, that's essentially what it is. She's well, monitoring true. what's going on up there. And number one, I don't want her knowing what it is that I'm doing in there or <laughs> when I'm going in there. You used number one. It's not my fault I have to go up there right now. I mean, the bathroom on this floor is broke. But she's she's watching. She's judging. I feel like she's taking notes. That is kind of weird that she's leaving it open uh, due to the, here's you the know, circumstances. She right looked now. at me, and then she looked down and like started writing something. I don't know if it was about she was me. not writing I'm about your bathroom habits. Likely it was not about me, but at the same time, if there's a hall monitor position, I want it for this floor. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And it is being speculated, Greg. Did you hit record on this fine Friday? And thank you for finding us. Yes, I did hit record. That thank is you wonderful. for the update. Mm-hmm. We'll update that every single day from now on. Because I, I did forget. I'm like once or twice a week is an I know. okay question. I know. Because I know I, that we've no, had a, a, I wasn't joking. I wasn't trying to be facetious. <laughs> I was saying, yes, we should update every day on it. Well, because this morning's been a little chaotic, so I just wanted to see because if it was going to be overlooked, perhaps today might have been one of those days. Okay. Well, I'm it's just it's, checking. It's not. It mm-hmm. is recording. Yeah. Um, yes. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. You know, we really, really appreciate everybody who listens into our show. Don't forget, uh, Willamette Week is having a thing for the best podcast in town. And, uh, you know, uh, why don't you go ahead and nominate us if you if you so choose you can go to wweek.com they're having like a best of Portland thing but there is one actually for podcasts oh my god I keep forgetting about that I forgot about it too and it just popped into my mind right now so if you would like to go to wweek.com they have their best of Portland and you know you can vote for all kinds of other things that would but be really cool if we won but we keep forgetting to tell people to vote for us so yeah I forgot maybe they're voting even maybe they're looking there's like I know I want to promote fun employment radio I want this podcast to keep on going yeah see that would be great and if they get accolades that would probably give them you know more self-esteem about what they're doing sure that's exactly that. Plowing that, through the dark periods. Yes, indeed. If they got if they got some uh, local accolades, I bet it would make them feel a hell of a lot better about themselves. I'm not, I'm not sure whether you're talking in third person now or as first person. You lost me on which I way you were know. going. I don't know. The mental unraveling I is ca- occurring. I, yeah, I kind of didn't yes. know. But yes, uh, you can vote for Fun Employment Radio right there on the drop-down list for best podcast in Portland. That and would I be believe awesome. you just enter right. different email addresses. So, for example, if you have more than one email address, like 27, you can just uh, keep voting. I've got a lot of email addresses. I have email addresses for all kinds of different purposes, different things. So, like, every time that I, I get a new Twitter handle, I have to set up a new email address. But I all have them. Um, I've got a lot of different identities online. It's kind of, I shouldn't talk about that. All of your we'll identities? We'll get into something out. That's, what do you mean that's a story for another time. No, you said email addresses, and then you went to different identities. Well, you know, because I'm, uh, I've am i said too much. No, you haven't. I kind of just haven't ruined said it. Enough. I kind of just I like this. It. Let me just tell you, behind the scenes, it's been a little bit of a stressful week. And Greg is kind of, uh, when he gets stressed, the wall that he builds around his crazy starts to crumble down a little bit. It does. And I then the truth kind of starts to come out. In my mind, you know, my mind is constantly chaotic and I don't uh, trying to make sense of the world, but I like to put on a good face. I like to put on a, uh, you know, a face that I'm in control of this thing that's happening and I know what's going on. You're and in I'm control of your always thing Always in control, life. confident, 
full of, uh, you know, a secure, confident, secure man. That's what I like to put on. Fake it till you make it, Greg. But then, yeah, I know, right? I've been doing that for years. But then, yeah, this has been a particularly stressful week, and it does. Like, the walls start crumbling down. Mm -hmm. The walls that I've built to block out the world from the secret inner me, they come tumbling down. Well, I mean, as we talked about yesterday, this has been – you do sound crazy. This Mm -hmm. has been the first time that I have actually dealt with all the tax shit myself. And that oh, adds yeah. an extra. Uh, we don't need to get into no, that. No, but I mean, like, I, I know, like, all the other stuff that you're dealing with, but at, adding that on top of everything this week, like, uh-huh. that's a lot. Yeah. 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 All right. So tell us about these uh, multiple personalities. Well, that see, you have. now what I'm saying is I'd rather not. Uh, no, I mean, you know, I've talked about how I'll set up some Twitter handles for, you know, um, like the Alabama kicker one that I got that was banned from Twitter. <laughs> Even though I didn't post anything bad. That All is I did. so true because every time you make up a parody Twitter account, that means mm-hmm. you have to make up an email account to sync with it. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. I'm, I'm more of a timely like parody email account because you know how much I love like I, I like college football, but I also enjoy uh, – I enjoy the footage they show when college football fans are crying when their teams lose. It's just it, which is so weird. It's so funny to me because it's just a game. Like I love, I love sports. I, I like watching them. I root for my teams. I'm unhappy when they lose, but I'm not going to sit there. Like if the Blazers go out in the first round of the playoffs, you're not going to find me like crying in a corner, Will you be openly weeping, openly weeping, like dropping to the floor because oh my god, my life has ended because the millionaires now go on vacation. I mean, it's really there's nothing that bad. Yeah. You, know, you like to root for your team. You don't like to see them lose, but whatever. So when the that only happens, thing that I get really upset about is like really bad officiating. Sure. Uh, no, and I'm not that, saying that. that is when I get worked up. Is like when the calls no. are clearly being sports are fun. You can get worked yeah. up. You can get all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'll get mad about calls. I'll get all that stuff. But ultimately, I'm still going to go home. And life hasn't ended because a team lost in in uh, in like a basketball or particularly college football. So college football. I did this, I think it was last year, when Alabama lost by a field goal. I think it was to, to the Auburn team. Oh, I was that like, was huh, bad. I wonder if anybody has a- Alabama kicker on, on Twitter. Sure enough, nobody had a- Alabama kicker. So I just created one, and I don't post things that are like mean or anything no, like that. No, you were posting... No. I think you wrote just like, oops or something. Yeah, I wrote like, <laughs> uh-oh. I was like, and then, then like an hour after the game, I was like, hey, has anybody seen the team? I'm still here and the bus left. You know, and stuff like that. You know, just like joking things, but <laughs> kind not... Kind of hilarious things. Yeah, but not nothing like, bad. I'm a douchebag. At, the like at the worst, they're just not funny. They're not mean in any way. It was very funny. Are you kidding yeah. me? After he blows that thing and you're writing things like, uh, I can't seem to find my team. Did the bus leave <laughs> yeah. without me? <laughs> yeah, so I was writing stuff like that. And the best thing ever is watching um, Alabama fans get so worked up. And they got so worked up, they took some of the stuff that I posted on Twitter and like tweeted it to some radio station. And then the radio station posted like, let's get this douchebag banned. Well, they, and oh, then it was hell just no like, with their Alabama accent. Yeah, and I got flagged like a million times. I mean, it, it was crazy how fast it happened. And it just got flagged like crazy. And then all of a sudden, um, I was locked out. But I had already forgotten what my uh, what my email account was, so I could never get back into it. So somebody else, I think, has Alabama kicker now. It's, well, somebody else took it. It's a sad story. So anyway. what you're saying is if someone is uh – if someone was to vote for someone for the podcast, uh, the best podcast in Portland, mm-hmm. they'd have to go to wweek.com, mm-hmm. find the best of Portland 2015. Right. Um, you know, go scroll down and click on Fun Employment Radio and then yes. start uh, email address because it's very, even if, you know, you you are an individual, but you can have many different email addresses. Sure. Just like you do with your multiple personalities. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes, that happens. The walls are tumbling down. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of this, though, so, so what I was talking about at the beginning of the show 
is this? And I, I want to explain where we broadcast here out of Portland, Oregon. You know, we have our fine studio with our green room here, and uh, we're I in. I do love our green room. Yeah, it's a great green room. It is. We have a green room, and then the actual recording broadcasting side of our studio here in Southeast Portland. It's, it's very nice. And uh, the building we're in, though, has a whole bunch of other businesses in it. It's I don't know four four stories, I think. So there's there's each floor is kind of its own own separate unit almost with mm. like all the businesses in it. I don't. I'm guessing we know 40, com- 40 businesses on a floor, yeah, something like that. Yeah, probably. probably about like 20 to 40. 20 to 30. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. A bunch of different businesses and they're all kind of closed doors. Everybody goes in like the, the hallways are not active hallways. You you go to your business, you close your door and then you go about your business. Like the whole point is you don't really leave your door open for everybody to kind of see what's going on, mm-hmm. at least in my mind. Now, on top of that, there's like there's there's the bathrooms for each floor. And that's kind of your floor bathrooms. Well, ours happens to be out of order. They're doing some kind of renovation to it, so it's out of order for like the next week. So I have to go upstairs. I have to go to the the third floor. Now, this is going into territory that's not my territory. But there is a woman. And I, well, I guess she can't, she can't hear me. I'm just going to say this. It's really weird. And I'm, maybe, maybe I'm making too big a deal of All this. All right. Maybe, maybe, I'm, that sometimes. maybe I'm blowing things out of proportion. But this woman has her office happens to look right out onto the bathroom door. So if she's she's sitting there so right, she's so kind of perpendic- like the, the, she's perpendicular to it. But right, when you so walk she's up, in the corner one kind of. She's in a corner okay. and the bathroom's right on uh, across the hall from her. So if she opens her door, you can see exactly you're the only thing you can see really through her door is the bathroom door and people going in and out of it. This woman Keeps her door open. Oh, now that's weird enough in this building, like to have the door open like that. That is because it's, there's it's a not lot a community of... thing. I mean, it is a community thing, but it's not like going in. It's not a dorm room. People rent these spaces business. because they want to use them for like it's like you know business. hobbies or businesses. Yeah, and usually like you rent the space so that you can do mm-hmm. whatever you need to do in the space. Right, and so so this woman uh, leaves her door open, and I've noticed it before when I've had to go up there onto her part and. She she has her desk situated such that she's just looking out the door. Now, she's got an entire room that she could be set, set up however she wants, but she keeps the door open, staring there at that bathroom door. And it's weird. That's weird. Isn't it weird? Okay, is, is, that, weird. is that odd? And plus, I'm sorry, like, I would like to have a barrier because we're kind of close to um, the restroom on our floor. And I kind of like to have uh, like a door barrier between me and anything that could possibly be wafting out of said room. Well, there's that. Why aspect. would you want to keep your door open? Well, there's there's that aspect of it, but then also, what is she getting out of this? What's she get? Why is she watching? Like, what do you want to know? Because I, I don't want to know who's going in to use the bathroom and I'm not there. It's really, quite frankly, not my business, unless you're hogging it for a long time. Then I've got a problem with that. So, but but this lady, it's like it's like she is she's the gateway. She's she's, she's designated the herself the the guardian of the halls. You know, the guardian of of the third floor. And and when you go up there, like you have no choice because she's right by the stairs as well, which is where the bathroom is. So you have no choice but to see her, no matter what your business is upstairs. If you're going to, if you're using the restroom or if you're going to another business up there, you have to pass by her. Oh, I don't like that. So what's her angle? Like what that's is what I'm doing what up she, there. What are they doing over there? <laughs> God, I am like that guy. I you are know. a Rob Lowe I, conspiracy theorist. Yes, you know I, I've realized this more and more. Uh, Mr. Jenky is speculating in the chat at funemploymentradio.com. Okay, slash live. give me give me some ideas here because I want to. I've got a couple ideas of my own, but I want to see what the people are saying. 
what, what the people have uh, to say. Mr. Denke says maybe her floor has a mystery pooper as well, and she's doing some country PI work of her own. Okay, to explain the mystery pooper situation, and, and we're just going straight for the bathroom talk today. Just it's it's not not in depth, but this is an issue. This happens to everyone at your office. Or it happens wherever in it is. any workplace. In any workplace, these are the things people don't want to talk this about. Is but it's one true. unifying thing that all of us deal. With. There's always the person that that goes in there, and uh, well, we we had one where somebody would, would come in and use our bathroom. You know, we broadcast from one to two. So every time at two, I, I got to go use the restroom. And there's there was this person that for a long time would carve out like 20 minutes in there. Way too long. Way too long. I don't want you to say minutes. carve out while you're talking about this. carving out 20 minutes in there. And... And that was, you know, that was ridiculous. Whoever this mystery pooper was, and then I did finally see him, and he was barefoot, and that drove me crazy. That's also something that's wrong. Again, I should be in charge but of all of this. But you digress. I right. digress. So maybe that's their situation, but she's going to have to deal with that right now because they're getting an extra floor that's going up there. It's not our fault. I don't like the fact that she's watching me. I don't like the fact. The worst part, I think, is the fact that she made eye contact with me. That was weird. She locked eyes with you? She locked eyes with me because I glanced over there because Like in a sexy way? No, I, I will say this. I, I don't think it was the sexy way. Okay. Uh, this is an older lady. And I was, I, I, you know, the door's open. There's like activity over there. So your I just naturally goes over there. You're used to seeing just a closed door in a hallway. And so I look over there and there she is at her desk and she just looks at me. And I have nowhere to go. I'm going to, I can't like be, a, you know, all of a sudden pretend, oh, I'm going to go to a business. There's no other way where for me to go. Like the bathroom is right there. I can't, there's, there's not Clearly. another one. Yeah. So I have to go in there. So I have to go in there while this woman is just staring at me. And then I go in there and uh, she watches you go into the bathroom. She watches me go into the bathroom and she's doing this to everyone. She's trying to intimidate people. There's something going on and I want to know what her deal is. Like either she has she has deemed herself a (laughs) there's suggestions in the chat here, too. She has deemed herself, you know, I don't know, the hall monitor, you know, guardian of the halls. For, for up there, or she's she's monitoring the bathroom, because I don't understand it. I don't know what she's gaining out of it. Maybe you can explain this to me. Like, What, what do you think? Give me some alternative theories here, because obviously I'm going to the fact that she's she's clearly, she's, she's got something. Mm-hmm. Well, peeping, maybe maybe she's getting her yeah. thrills this way. Maybe I don't know. She's getting her jollies. She's getting her jollies. I'm not sure what it is, but I'll tell you what, Let I don't want my what. bathroom habits to be part of her jollies. Let me tell you why. I don't believe it's the bathroom habits, but I believe it is a lifestyle choice. And that choice is she is an open door person. She's one of the open door people. There are so many open door people. And I can remember. As so far you're back, not an open door person I, either. Am I an open? No. Do you think me barricading myself in my cave that I'm an open door person? You're, yes. Your your apartment <laughs> the, is kind of I am the opposite of an open door person. Mm-hmm. But and I know I, open door people and some of them can be very nice, you know, but I, I'm, I am not an open door person. All right. So when I think back to my first open door person. To my first meeting with an open door person, it was uh, in the college dorms. Now, do you okay. remember this, Greg? Okay, yeah. Like when you'd walk down, I the lived halls. in the dorms for a term. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there would be the people who would always be like, you know, they're very inviting and they're very nice, but they also always have their door open. So when you pass by, they'll be like, "Oh, hey, what's going on, man? What, what are you up to today?" Oh, they oh, do the call them. out. They do the call out. So open door. Well, that's people, awkward because you have no choice but to walk by them. I know, and they know that. Yeah. Hence, that's kind of like their trap. They get you in there. Okay, so you're saying that maybe this woman wants to engage? She's trying to engage. She Open, wants me to say something. I mean, think about, okay, think about a long, long, long time ago when you were in college, living in a dorm. Not long ago. <laughs> so you're living in a dorm. I, I specifically remember there were certain rooms, like, with people who, not always annoying, but sometimes a, a higher percentage than not might be a little overbearing. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the open doors. I think doors. that's a fair way to say the open door people. Yeah. But, you know, like when I'd walk by, like there's no way you could get by. Like you'd wait to make sure like their back was turned or mm-hmm. something before you could just like scoot by so you wouldn't have to make conversation. Oh, yeah. The open door, I think that what this woman is, is she was a younger open door person and she just didn't get enough fulfillment. So now she's carried it on to her, her professional lifestyle. She's she's trying to engage with me while yeah, I'm going I'm to the bathroom? Yeah, I'm not saying like normal office places, you know, that leave their doors open. But I'm saying this isn't a normal office place. This is like okay. a building that has a bunch of different types of people, a bunch of different types of businesses. Okay, let me put together a scenario here because – I'm wondering how this would play out and, and tell me if this is weird. Now, so, okay, so she, say she is an open door person. I'm going to be open minded. She's an open door person. She wants to engage in a conversation with people walking by or, or, or I don't know, some something. She wants, to, she wants to say hi. So if I walk up there and I were to say, I were to just walk over and be like, hey, how's it going? Hi, my name's Greg. You know, I work uh, downstairs. Real nice to see you. Nice you have your door open there. Looks like you're working on stuff. And and just say hi to her. Then she's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that's great. Nice to meet you. And then I turn around and I just go straight into the bathroom. Who wants to have that as part of your engagement? Like, I don't she want- does. She's an open door person. Uh, Keelan's succinctly putting it in the chat, which okay. I totally agree with. Uh, okay. Open door people are the same kind of people that open all of their curtains and windows in their houses. Well, I have my windows are open quite a bit. I do have bay windows. No, but it's a different street. kind of open where okay. everything is just like pronounced. Like everything is like, look in at me. Bask in my glory of the place. Like, okay. I mean, some would say uh, there's you, alternatives to that, <clears throat> that, you know, these are just friendly people and we're bad people. We're which bad could people. Be. Yeah. Well, we're not claiming to be good people. Okay. Um, would you ever want to... St- I know for a, for a, a fucking fact. Would you ever prop this door open and leave it open? For- I, I hate when it's even left open a crack. I get, I get upset with you when you leave to go go outside or something like that and it's open just a smidge and it's not like firmly closed and generally locked no i'm not that person no you're not that person yeah maybe maybe i should turn the tables on her maybe i should do it this. is very strange that she's looking at you right before you use the rest i mean that's her view is looking at me maybe she should have picked a different spot if she's trying to engage in conversation maybe she doesn't know who she's messing with so i think I think I could try to correct this situation. Okay. Because I know I'm not the only one that's having to deal with this. You know, every every guy in the building is going through there and has to go to to that room. I almost went into Frank Underwood right there. You uh, did. And every man Every man has a time where he's got a visit. I don't know. Do the rest of the story in your Frank Underwood. It's such a good Oh, impression. that's okay. I, uh, and it makes you okay, happy. I got to I got to think about that. Uh, oh my sweet Claire! I don't <laughs> even dear, watch that show, my and I just dear Claire and I. I know all of the like catchphrases just from you mm-hmm. deviating into oh, Mister Underwood. Well, I'm just a humble servant of the people. All right. So anyway, um, since she likes this, maybe I just turn the tables a little bit, and I go up there and I engage in conversation with her. Maybe I walk right in there. I want. She's to got film the door you. open. No, I want to film you. Just kind of going like reach around the corner. Sling a sweater over your shoulder and just do a little like. Well, hello hey. there, man. Oh, hello there. My name's Greg Nibbler. I work downstairs. Now, uh, no. I'd like to work you downstairs. Ooh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna oh. do that. Yeah, maybe I go in there. <laughs> Nipples in the chat is suggesting something at the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber, you can hop in there and enjoy the chat and listen live to the show. Uh, he just wrote, just say, hey, hi, name's Greg. I work downstairs. Nice to meet you. Going to go take a Mondo dump. Talk to you later. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> I think I go in there and I- could work. No. If she's putting her, she's being open door. She's like basically harassing me with her eyes when I'm trying to use the restroom and not in a sexy way. 
I think I'm going to turn the tables on her. I'm going to go up there and I'm going to be the, the pop-in that doesn't leave. That's what I'm going to be. You want to be an open door person? You're going to get a pop-in. And you're going to get the pop-in that's not going to take pick up the social cues that it's time to go. You know what I think you should I'm do? I'm going right in there. I'm going to march in there. I think you should pretend to use the restroom and then come out and as soon as you do, like, make it clear that you didn't wash your hands. <laughs> and then just, like, make sure, like, rub your hands together and make them feel, like, really warm. And then just go, like, walk into a room and be like, oh, I, I love it when people have their doors open. I love to, the sense of community. And give her, like, the one-two hand. Where, like, you shake her hand, but then you put your other oh, hand the, on the top of it. Oh, the cupping hand? Oh, that's creepy hand But then shake. your hands are going to be warm, so it's going to seem like you just went to the bathroom, destroyed it, and didn't wash your hands. That's a real creepy handshake. That's like a priest handshake where you put the other hand over it yeah no there's something i don't like it it makes me uncomfortable i don't want people touching the back of my hand when i'm shaking their hand anyway yeah so i could do that i could try that Let's talk about greg's weird quirks like i said the walls are tumbling down sarah I, i'm i'm going through my crazy time this week and uh yep the walls are tumbling down it's all it's there's a you know the dike's been let open. I don't know, whatever you'd say. It's being so, suggested. Start a conversation on your way into the bathroom and saying, oh, just hang on a minute and then go into the bathroom, do your business and come out and pick up the conversation right where it <laughs> left off. <laughs> uh, well, so I could I could go in there, though, and just be like, hi, how's it going? And be, be the overbearing pop-in. And overbearing pop-in, I think, is the only way to remedy this situation. I don't know if an overbearing pop-in exists in the world of open doors. Well, I can make asking. it. That's what they're wanting. I can take it to the extreme. Maybe or, if you make eye contact too long, like I remember a lot of the open doors. Like I actually have an open door person in my apartment. I've got building. another idea too. Um, okay. Where they're always, but they, but it's like the, it's not the friendly kind of inviting. It wasn't the dorm room and like where there's like, hey, I just made some popcorn. You want some over here? You know, this apartment one is more like they want all the smells and noises and life that they're living in there, like to permeate the hallway, just so. I don't, like they're proving a point, like they're mic- marking their territory or something, which is also annoying. Well, that's in an apartment building. It's that's in an apartment worse. building. Yeah, it's not like I'm paying to like walk the halls and see the inside of your place. Be a pop in. Just walk right in there. I don't want walk to be a right pop-in. in. Make yourself at home. Yeah, because that's exactly the life that I live. No, I'm, that wouldn't work. <laughs> I'm not a poppin. Okay, yeah, that, yeah, that. That's... Keelan, Keelan, and I have gone through similar things. It seems he's like open door uh, apartment people are the worst. And I know we have open open door apartment people listening to the show, and you're probably sitting there saying you two are assholes. And yet, maybe we are being assholes. Um, tell us, tell us so. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio. I don't want to know com. if I'm being an asshole. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, give give me the alternative because I want to understand. I want to try to understand. Yeah, and it's However, nothing that the open door people are doing bad it's just like no. sometimes you want to get from point a to point b without having a conversation well like going to the restroom okay i got another idea though i got another idea how i can solve this situation what if i just start going up there like every 15 minutes yes now i just go up there like and don't say anything just i just look march right in the there bathroom. i glance at her like really quick like nervously Glance at her nervously and then just walk right in there. Or walk up there. <laughs> Rick in the live chats said, uh, go in there with a Maxim. Walk in there. We're not holding a Maxim. Just like glance at her really quick and go straight in the bathroom. I'm not doing anything wrong. Going in the bathroom. Uh, they don't know what's going on in there. And then just every 15 minutes, just on a rotation going up there. Like sweating and, uh, and, and always, always glance over at her before I go in there. I bet I could solve this thing in but, half a day. Is she like an older woman? Younger woman? Uh, older Okay. I mean, older than me. I, I don't know. I, like 50s, 60s? Sure. Late 50s, I would guess. Okay. Yeah, I would I would think. So usually that's like your prime demographic. So she probably was checking you out. Well, prime demographic. They, those those lady, ladies of that uh, age do tend to like me. Well, I don't know, though. It, I did not get the uh, sexy vibe. I got more of a... I'm not really sure what the a vibe was. vibe? 
No, I didn't. I didn't think she wanted to mother me. And no, I, I'm not quite sure. But I think I think this could be the way to do it. Instead of being the overbearing poppin, I'm just going to go up there all the time, all the time. I mean, every every like I should be going up there right now. And if she complains to the management, you can just why? say, "Hey, what? listen, I'm, I have I'm IBS. The, I, have, I don't have to explain is... why I'm using the bathroom. I don't have to explain it. That's my business. Get a warrant. What are you going to do? Get I'm, a warrant? What I don't does that know. even mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm a, when I have to go to the bathroom, I'll go use the bathroom whenever I want to. I'm going to stand up. I'm standing up for everybody else in this building. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be the leader here. I mean, if there's going to be somebody to stand up to this lady, it needs to be me. Or then I need to be the hall monitor here. But I don't really want that job because I don't want to know what everybody else is doing. No, I I have no desire to know what everybody else is doing. I know what our our, friends around here do. And Mm -hmm. they're awesome. Uh, They can pop in. But uh, I don't want want the the random. No. Mm -mm. Okay. So anyway, that's, that's where my situation is now, Sarah. This is what I'm trying to figure out. I, I wish you the best of luck, Greg. Okay. Did I tell you the walls are tumbling down today? They are. You're hanging on by a thread, buddy. Yeah. Sanity. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't know. I'm afraid of what'll come up. I don't know what I'll say. No, I think I've got to put a lid on it before I say too much. There's just, there's a, <laughs> the wall is real thin right now. Well, here, I have some stories to discuss. Okay, give me some stories. Oh, hello, my friends. Build that wall back up. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, a story out of Washington State, Linwood, to be precise. This is making national news. Uh, A semi-truck carrying millions of bees has overturned in Linwood, Washington, on I-5 near I-405, shutting down two lanes of traffic. That happened this morning. Wow. Millions of bees, of live bees. Were they, what kind up. of bees? Like honeybees? Uh, let's see. It says I'm the assuming truck that's driver, the only kind of bees you'd be carrying. Uh, the truck driver said it happened <laughs> after truck he... full of wasps. Come on. After he blew a tire while merging from I-405 to I-5. Um, however, cops say that uh, it appears the driver may have been going too fast. So the truck was carrying uh, 458 honeybee hives. That is the worst day driving to work ever for that car Dude. stuck behind them. I mean, I know you have your fear of like log trucks. This would be my fear. Oh, well, am I like I know Swarmed people who are super bees. allergic to oh. bees because honeybees sting, right? Honeybees do sting. Yes. Yeah, because my mom is super allergic to bees. Like well, it, uh, I know a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, so I think everybody would be allergic to 450 hives of bees, though. Jesus Christ, this is more bees than I thought it was. When I thought bees... Okay. So 450 tr- hives. 458 honeybee hives with about 26,000 to 30,000 bees inside of each hive. Oh, my God. That's which means that it was just under 14 million <laughs> bees that erupted onto I-5 in All Linwood this morning. All pissed off. Oh, uh, so this was, gosh, all right. So um, the bees relax, I guess, like, you know, bees are resting uh, during nighttime. So they are they are actually, like, m- more calm yeah, they're before the dawn. But it was clear that they are becoming much more active as the sun came up. <laughs> so basically when it spilled, uh, some, of, some of the bees were killed. However, a lot of them did, did get away. Uh, the truck driver, a 36-year-old from Idaho, was not hurt. The truck was headed for a blueberry farm in Linden. 14 million <sighs> bees. bees. Don't we have a bee shortage in this country, too? That's We do. I know. We can't way. afford to lose all these bees. Squashing bees on the side. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. that's. What would you do in that situation? 
turn off all of the air intake in my car, roll up the windows. Imagine the guy, though, in the truck. I mean, really. So it's, it's kind of smashed in. There's no getting out, and bees are filling up the cabin. Oh, my God. Well, it looks like from the pictures, it looks like he was carrying them on the back, uh, like they were tied down on the back of the truck. Yeah. So it wasn't uh, like inside of the truck. Yeah, but they could get in. They could get in. Lots Ooh. of lots of crevices. So yeah, 14 million bees. Jesus, God, that's a nightmare. All right. Uh, speaking of nightmares, next up out of New York. David just says, light it on fire. Yes. That's the only solution. <laughs> uh, out of New York, this is kind of terrifying. An office manager was arraigned yesterday on charges that she posed as a dentist when the real dentist was out of town and seriously <laughs> injured patients after pulling their teeth, performing root canals, and injecting their mouths. Holy shit. A woman- Who let this happen? Wait a minute. No, this is at a dental office? This is at a dental office. There's usually more than just the dentist working there. Even if it's a small office, there should be like a secretary or assistant or somebody else other than just two people. This woman just started doing this? This is what happened. So this was in the Bronx in New York. Again, an office manager was arraigned Thursday on charges that she she had posed as a dentist when the real dentist was away, seriously injuring (laughs) patients after pulling their teeth, performing root canals, and injecting their mouths. Uh, so this woman's name is Valbona Yiraj, uh, who said who said she was trained as a, de- a dentist in her native Albania, but isn't licensed or trained in New York, and it's not clear if she was actually trained in Albania. <laughs> I am dentist in Albania. Uh, she has pleaded not guilty in Bronx Supreme Court to five counts of unauthorized practice of a profession, uh, four counts of assault, three counts of reckless endangerment, and one count of attempted grand larceny. So one of the patients that Valbona treated between late 2012 and the summer of 2013 got an infection after a root canal that she had performed on him. No, wait. And the still, dentist is a little bit at fault here, too. I would think so, too. Uh, also still feels pain two years after being treated by the fake dentist. Oh, my God. That is that is horrifying. Uh, so Nobody really likes to go to the dentist no, anyway. But now don't. you got a question whether... I have to question whether if the dentist is really a dentist. Now I'm going to start paying more attention to the to the plaques on the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. Valbona performed on patients at uh, so this is the doctor's office that she was the office manager at for uh, Doctor Jeffrey Schoengold's Ultimate Dental Care. Uh, so she would do this when wait he a was, minute. What was his name? Doctor Jeffrey Schoengold. Schoengold. All right. Yeah, Schoengold. Uh, Doctor Jeffrey Schoengold's Ultimate Dental Care. Uh, so this is in the Bronx while he was away. When it does sound a little suspect already. Ultimate dental care. Ultimate dental care. Dr. Schoengold's ultimate dental care. Come down. <laughs> well, when Dr. Schoengold discovered the Valbona's unsanctioned side business, he fired her. And then she tried to steal, I guess, more than $20,000 from him. I don't trust this Dr. Schoengold now that you bring there, that there's up. Something, there's something They're to do cahoots. here. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's in cahoots, but he may be just as... Just as culpable of her as her. I don't know. I think cahoots might be in order. Well, uh, an attorney for Valbona, um, who's calling 40, shenanigans, is that what you're doing? Uh, 45 years young, didn't immediately uh, return messages. However, a judge set her bail at $20,000, and she is barred until she is sentenced from going near any dental practices. Uh, Dr. Schoengold also didn't return any messages seeking a comment. Hmm. Why is Dr. Schoengold being so quiet? Well, who would ever go to Dr. Schoengold after this? I know. I, I would be like, uh, I would think the ultimate quality dental care would be from Dr. Jeffrey Schoengold's ultimate dental care <laughs> in the Bronx. <laughs> well, if convicted, Valbo, uh, Valbona can uh, face up to seven years in prison. 
Yeah, that's fair. That seems very fair. That's a, that's a lifelong affliction that she has given these people of being terrified of dentists. Oh my! I know. I mean, exactly, can you imagine? Not like it's pleasant in the first. No, place. that that's gonna stick with them forever. God, so she did this. So she got away with it multiple times because I was looking at the charges because she has like basically nine different charges against her, which is for nine different individuals. Ugh. I mean, I had a real dentist mess up once, and it was awful. Okay. I accidentally cracked my tooth. Oh, that's awful. I had awful. to get a root canal, and they, they messed up. And the next day, I, I went to work, and it was it hurt so bad, like more than just like the pain that I thought it should be. And I'm like, this is, it's unbearable. It's like needles were being stabbed in the side of my head, like I couldn't function. And they're like, oh. Well, maybe um, that doesn't sound right. It shouldn't hurt that bad. And I went in, they're like, oh, yeah, uh, looks like we cracked your tooth. Oh, my God. So they didn't charge me for any of it. It was awful, though. Uh, Shockwave in the chat said, uh, last time I was at the dentist, the assistant looked at the x-rays and started commenting about my wisdom teeth. I hadn't had my wisdom teeth for more than 20 years. (laughs) Turns out they grabbed the wrong x-rays. Wow. Jesus. And they wonder why the dentist is freaky on so many levels. You know, I never had any wisdom teeth. Really? Born without him. Yep. Interesting. Highly evolved. That is, I don't think that's the case. Nope. Oh, yeah. We, I think we talked about this a mm-hmm. long time ago. Yep. I don't have them. Okay. It's not that they didn't come in. They're not there. Dude, and this happens also in Oregon. Uh, let me just say, our buddy Derek, uh, of course, the director mm-hmm. producer of uh, Nightmare at Nibblers. Nightmare at Nibblers, available at funemploymentradio.com slash store. Slash store. Store. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Derek, I remember he told me like within the past couple of years, he went to the dentist to get a tooth pulled and they pulled the wrong fucking tooth. Oh, I remember him talking about that. That sounds awful. And they didn't even, they didn't even catch the mistake. He caught the fact that, oh, the tooth that's been, that was supposed to be pulled still still is in my mouth. Still hurts. Pulled Uh, a perfectly good tooth. All right, this is tooth nightmare stuff. All right, let's, yeah, just, let's, move, let's on. move on. All right, out of Chicago, a Southwest Airlines has said a woman was kicked off of a flight in Chicago for repeatedly poking a snoring man with a pen. Eh. No. Why was she kicked off? She was she was poking somebody with was a sharp pen. Was she stabbing pen. him? Uh, but fellow passengers say that the man looked like he was being stabbed because she was poking him so hard. So initial reports. Huh. Uh, so this happened yesterday on a Southwest Airlines flight from Manchester, Manchester, New Hampshire. So the plane returned. Right. I don't to think the they have an accent there like Manchester. that. Manchester. That's okay. Uh, so the plane returned to the gate after a woman stabbed a seatmate with a pen. Reports vary, uh, saying the woman was angry at the man for snoring or was trying to get his hand away from her arm. Okay, now did oh don't even Greg is like he's raising his pointer. Did she finger. break the skin? Um. Well, it's it, it, it was just a little. I, I don't know if it, if it broke the skin. Let's can, let's see. A customer was removed from the flight for poking her seatmate with a pen to stop him from snoring. I mean, I've been stuck next to a snorer, and let me just say, it that's is when awful. you kind of just when you jump up and down in your chair. Like that's how you would solve it. Yeah, or I accidentally bump them. I don't stab them with Where, a you're pen. You're elbowing them. No, no just accidentally like drop something. You on don't their lap. stab them. It seems like you're pro-stabbing the way you're talking. Well, I want to give this woman the benefit of the doubt. Is that a picture on the... Oh, look at that. Yeah, that may be a little little aggressive. Yeah, I think. Yeah, exactly. As Keelan's putting it, bring headphones. Yes, bring Yeah, headphones. but some people, some snorers, oh it is God. too much. Let me say, I've had experience with extreme snoring. Uh, when Courage would go play other places and we'd, we'd stay in hotels... 
staying with Gavin and Stone, they are two of the loudest snorers I've ever heard. And it doesn't bother them because they're sound sleepers. And I've told them this, so this is no and secret. snores drive Stor- each other's out. Stone knows this. Um, and, and, and Gavin, like, I would have to, like, st- the way I do it, the way I handle it is I would store up shoes. And then, especially Gavin, I'll just throw shoes at him in the night. And then it'll hit him. And he'll get mad, but he'll roll over a little bit. And it'll stop the snoring until it starts. And then I'll huck another so shoe at him. So you try, like, you, the desperate plea to fall asleep before he starts snoring again? I try, but I could never do it. <laughs> I could never do it. So I just have to sit there and huck shoes at him. And then uh, pillows and then whatever else I had until I ran out of them. And then I'd have to go gather them all back up again. And hopefully somewhere in there fall asleep out of exhaustion from throwing shoes at Gavin. Well, your soulmate might be located in Chicago, Greg. I'd say I understand how this lady feels. So uh, she wasn't arrested. Uh, the victim, Lenny Mordarski, uh, said, Imagine being fast asleep and then feeling like you're being stung by bees and waking up. Uh, a Twitter user named Michael Sutton said he was present. Uh, he was sitting across the aisle from the male passenger who was stabbed by the woman with the pen. Uh, and she said, and he said that it was more than just poking him with the pen. Uh, he said, I know it's a funnier to say that he was being poked with the pen, but he was being stabbed. PD asked if he wanted to press charges. Was it a downward strike with the pen? Like a, like a like closed fist, like striking down? Or was it just a I little bit of there, a Greg. tap I Greg. I don't know how they're doing it. was it, it like a shanking? I think there's more details that need to be worked out. Well, if you see the picture, clearly she was like drawing on his shirt, which that's like damaging someone else's personal property well, anyway. She was, he was damaging her flight. Are you being contrary to just be contrary because no, you're trying I'm not. to stand I'm up not. for the fact that you don't wear shoes on the plane? No, I'm not doing that. No, I'm just saying a stabbing was unnecessary. That was going too far, but I can understand the frustration. You would only throw shoes and pillows at the people that are snoring like Gavin and Stone because you know them. Yeah. You wouldn't throw things at somebody on an airplane. Well, for I wouldn't snoring. throw a shoe at a random stranger on an airplane because so I'm not nice going to get you. the shoe back. Sure. That's what would okay. happen because they would keep the shoe. All right, I have a couple other random stories. Uh, this one is from North Korea. Now, new uh, new information has come out on what uh, North Korean children are being oh, God. taught about their Lord and Savior. Kim Jong-un, of course. The Telegraph has now reported that the middle school and high school teachers in North Korea have been issued manuals to use while teaching new subjects for uh, a new subject for 2015 that all of the children are required to study called Kim Jong-un's Revolutionary Activities. Uh, The manual contains details of Kim Jong-un's childhood. Specifically, so what I love how they keep trying to call it a revolution, too. They've been that family's been in charge for like what since the 50s i believe it, yeah well I think the revolution's uh, over you, you, they won they're just crazy new new tales of uh, kim jong un's storied life has have come out and now many of the school children all of the school children are required to actually learn about this in north korea uh, so it contains details of kim jong un's uh, childhood specifically the amazing story of how he was able to drive perfectly by age 3 years old uh, it also notes that he's an uh, incredible artist. He writes musical scores for some of the most amazing um, musicals that exist <laughs> and was acing yachting races before puberty. At the age of nine, Kim Jong-un <laughs> raced the chief executive of a foreign yacht company who was visiting North Korea at the time. And he won that race despite all the odds. At nine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> at nine years old. Uh, driving perfectly at three as well. <laughs> 
Uh, the ability to win at life apparently runs in the family, as per the teaching <laughs> manuals. Uh, the, it also stated that um, lots of things were about Kim Jong-il as well. Kim Jong-il supposedly walked at three uh, three weeks of age. Oh, wow. He was walking around. Walking at three. Three, we- three weeks, excuse me. He was walking at three weeks old, <laughs> forming full sentences at eight weeks old. At two months old, he was talking in uh, full sentences. Uh, wrote six operas and wrote fifteen hundred books during his three years. Fifteen hundred co- books. <laughs> no, during the three years that he went to college, that's fifteen hundred books in three years. He wrote fifteen hundred books. Mm-hmm. That isn't. That's incredible. That's, that's, some pre- that's pretty good pace right there. Mm-hmm. How do you uh, find time to yacht when you're doing all that? <laughs> Uh, some professors are now speculating, though, that they think that um, it's more panicked propaganda because not that many people in North Korea um, like respect for Kim Jong Un is starting to wane a bit, and so they're trying to force this propaganda onto people to try and make him more impressive. Yeah, uh, the children have to believe it, of course, but the teachers have no choice but to preach it as if it is true. Fifteen hundred books, and I don't know what this is. Do you know what, what is the Pleasure Squad? Um, I would figure that would be something you'd know. It said, uh, in other Just Like Dad news, uh, Kim Jong-un is reportedly recruiting new talent to what has become known as the Pleasure Squad. What, is that like his harem or something? I, honestly, I don't know. Because I do watch... I yeah, watch most I, of those documentaries on North Korea because I do find it it's fascinating and horrifying what they do. The Vice the Vice documentaries oh are, God, are the best ones. Fascinating. Um, look up the older ones where they went over there, I, I believe, when Kim Jong-il was still in, in charge. Uh, they They are fascinating how crazy it is but no i am not sure what the pleasure all right i'm looking is. at it is, so is that kim his Jong-un, team of uh, like his harem? Uh, it is somewhat like his harem kim jong-un is uh he's recruiting young women uh he's recruiting young female companions to spend time with him wow. and they accompany him everywhere i thought he had a wife too that just popped back up and showed up in the news oh yeah because everyone thought that she was like the murdered mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she wasn't yeah, because that's what they do when they don't like somebody's just, mm-hmm. you're gone. It's like, for some reason, when she came back, she looked slightly different than before. Yeah. It's almost like she's an entirely different person altogether. Yeah, that could be. It's just, a, it's just a conundrum. All right, and finally, I just wanted to pull this story because who knew that this still existed? Greg, do you remember that horrible, horrible, horrible time in history that was known as the time of the Ice Bucket Challenge? Oh, yes. Oh, I could not have been more annoyed by that. That was the most anno- obnoxious thing ever. Well, uh, apparently in some circles, it's still running rampant. People are still participating. Still happening? People are still participating in ice bucket challenges. Now, where this is, I'm not sure. Okay. But a bigamist has now landed himself in jail after his first wife that he was still currently married to uncovered his secret second family when he was tagged by the second family on Facebook doing an ice bucket challenge. Wait, okay. So this guy had a fa- this guy had multiple wives and families. He had two families that didn't know about each other. Mm-hmm. But he set up one Facebook page and is friends with both families on there. That should be like bigamy 101. All right, so let's see. So this guy's name is Andrew Oakley, who looks strangely like this guy, Sean, that I used to know, but I don't think it's him. Hmm. But then again, he moved away a long time ago, so I don't know. Uh, uh, Serial cheater, Andrew Oakley, 36 years young, was married to Michelle. But Are you supposed to, like, create a separate name? I mean, I don't know how that all works, those people with, like, secret families. It sounds like you're over-explaining it, Greg. I think you know exactly. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean... uh, (laughs) 
So Andrew O'Clee was married to Michelle, but was also married to his second wife, Philippa. Now, he、uh, forged a decree to show his family, so his mother and brother actually believed that he had divorced Michelle. So, therefore, they attended their second wedding. So, he pretended he divorced his first wife. However, he was still married、What? to her. But how did. Was he still together with, with her? Was the first wife. Oh, this gets awesome. No, no, no. So, yeah, he's still together with the first wife. I'm fast. Okay, and she didn't think they'd split up? She didn't think they'd split up. It's not like, they, like they'd separated and just hadn't actually filled out the divorce paper. No,、work. no, his work kept him away. <laughs> But get this. <laughs> wow. Okay, so O'Clee. So, told his first wife, so he had already successfully forged the document saying he had divorced his first wife, Michelle. And so and he, he, he forged those documents to show to his, show his family and friends and his, his future wa- second wife that he was no longer married to his first wife. So, all of them believed that they, that they had a divorce. Okay. okay. He's just carrying these around. Oakley、right. then told Michelle, the first wife, That he was involved in a fraud case and had to enter the witness protection program. <laughs> which, <laughs> which would keep him away from home for long periods of time. Witness protection means you're gone for good. You don't get to just like pop back in when you want to. That's not how witness protection works.、Uh, he even showed up briefly five hours late at the birth she, of their first child. Why would she? <laughs> before cutting the umbilical cord, and then he said he had to leave with police, but he would be there, back there as soon as he c o u l Oh my gosh, did he hire like, police to be his escort? I don't know. It doesn't say, but I hope that he did. Ah. Probably like hot cops, <laughs> like stripper cops. <laughs> All right. However, this Andrew O'Clee, his web of lies finally caught up with him after four years. He kept this going for four years. That's just, I'm just impressed. The woman never stopped to question. Never stopped now, to question. Now, wait, now, what was his excuse to the second wife? Why he would miss? Why he would、oh, leave? He was、like、away、that. for work. So that was for work. That、okay. was for work. For the first wife, he was away because he was, was in the in witness, witness protection. protection program. But yet he had a fucking Facebook page that、yes. they were both all friends with him on? All right, so no, like, where are thought, the lines?、I'm, I don't know. Where are the lines? All right, so however, Oakley's、uh, web of lies caught up with him. I don't think people in witness protection are on Facebook tagging <laughs> themselves doing the ice bucket challenge or different pictures. <laughs> well, he caught up with him after four years when he was tagged in a Facebook post. A video of his ice bucket challenge appeared on Facebook, captioned with Uncle Andrew and Auntie Philippa, <laughs> which was seen by Michelle. The first wife who thought that her husband was in witness protection program.、Uh, oh, witness protection program. She was then able to go through social media and find photos of a second wedding.、Uh, she did she find those photos. She posted the pic. Yes. Wow. This has got to be made into a movie. It, it's a lifetime movie. It's a, it's a motherfucking lifetime movie. Or a movie. Will Ferrell movie or something.、Mm. I mean, this is so ridiculous. Who could play that guy? I'm taking a look at what his picture is.、Um, Uh, maybe. Uh, so, his, his defense attorney, so this is.、Uh, Paul Rudd, maybe. Who would play him? Yeah. Not Paul Rudd? No, Paul Rudd's too, too nice. There's got to be somebody that could play this. I mean, I, it, this is a comedy. It's a comedy. I, I think it could be uh, uh, Jonah Hill. No.、Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I know actually, all right. I know Lifetime. Jonah Hill's actually. Don't you dare challenge me on this. He's a pretty, pretty good actor. This, no. He's a very good actor. Yeah.、Okay. And I think that he could do it. He could, he could walk that fine line of、okay. likable, but. What would the movie be called? This is one of your specialties. All right. John Cryer. Actually, John Cryer, maybe. Yeah. 
<laughs> Something with the ice bucket challenge because it, it took him down. Uh-huh. Uh, ice cold heart. Ice, oh, God, ice bucket of love. Ice fucked. <laughs> Fuck it. No, I, I don't think that one will. I don't think so. Um, well, you go ahead and think about it. All right. I mean, not really right now. I didn't mean we were going to stop talking on the show. Oh, I was just, I'm sorry. I thought you wanted me to think about it in real time. But I know, okay, it's going to be something, 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 colon, his bucket of lies. Oh, bucket of lies. Bucket of lies. Okay. But All right. It, but that can't be, <clears throat> like, it can't be his two wives because uh-huh. they've done every single lifetime title under the sun. With something I, with ice, somebody with. ice bucket double dip? No. No. I know. I'm not good at these. These are. This is your thing. Twice bucket. <laughs> Face crook. Uh, what was it? Because he was cho- he was caught on Facebook, so it could be Face crook. Colon. Okay. His bucket of lies. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right, that's <clears throat> yeah. All right. Face crook his bucket of lies. Yes. Uh, his defense attorney says, oh, he's he's just fine. He just has abandonment Tag issues. Tag, you're out. Because he was tagged in the Facebook post. Oh. Face crook. Tag, you're out. No. His bucket of lies. No, that's uh, too much. No. I'm sorry. I, I kind of mucked it up there. I don't think You did. Works. No, I mean, leave it to the professionals. <laughs> Tony in the chat. Bucket of wives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That is, that is good. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, his defense attorney says, there isn't a day that goes by when, of course, uh, Andrew O'Clee does not regret his actions. Um, <laughs> yeah, because he got caught. That's, he does not regret a single thing about having the two families. He did it for four years. He really regrets that fucking Facebook post, though. Well, I know he regrets like setting. Why did you create a Facebook page? Ooh, Jazz said lie bucket challenge. Lie bucket challenge. Ooh. All right. Well, you, All right, you I'm think sorry, about yeah, it. I'm going to think about it. All right. Anyway. Blah, blah, blah. All right. So, uh, yes, it was. Uh, also, just uh, for the record, in case you were wondering, Michelle wants nothing to do with him. However, his second wife, Philippa, wishes to carry on her relationship with him. Even what? after knowing about really, way to set back the cause, <laughs> Philippa. Appreciate it, Philippa. Oh wow! Well, he works so hard. Oh wait, he wasn't at work. Okay. No. Was... What did this guy do for work? How does he manage I that? I, I wonder about know. these guys. Yeah, where does the money come from? Because if you're supporting two families, and he had kids with uh, each of them or something yeah, like yeah. that. That's a lot. How do they pull that off? It's like the Duggars. Like, where the hell does that guy get enough money for, like, 22 kids? Right. You're supporting a small city at that point. Yeah, it doesn't... I'm going through it. doesn't say what he does for work. There you have it. I wonder if there's more that we don't know about. Do you think there's others out there? No, I think that... Uh, I think two think was probably enough I think he's maxed out at two? <laughs> I think that's probably it. Oh, well, now I can't stop thinking about Lifetime Movie Tales. All right, there, my friends. That's your world of crazy. Why would you have to marry them, too, if you like, if you just wanted to have, like... Well, technically, he's not married to the second one because he forced Well, that's the... true. Yeah, that that isn't... I mean, he was arrested for bigamy, maybe because it's... Well, probably because he filed paperwork saying they were married. Probably, but yeah. But that's not legal. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody's got to do a movie of this. I will watch this movie. 
of how he convinced them. It's the witness protection is what sells I know. It. That's what that's, sells it. That's the selling point. It is the best thing ever. I mean, witness protection for fraud or, or for a fraud case. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where that's the whole story right there. That's where it's all at. I, I want to know that. I'm I'm in. I'll invest early. All right. All right. Uh, moving on. Um, but this, we can do a little bit of ball talk here, actually. Okay. Well, because something big is happening this weekend. The playoffs. Oh yes, there is. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I, I thought you meant something besides ball talk, Sam. No, you said ball talk. So I was trying to engage with you in conversation about said topic. Oh, that was really good. It was like you. we do a radio show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Greg Nibbler. Oh. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, real quick. Another one. Okay, we should, you should collect these and then we'll do we'll we'll recap them afterwards. Okay, all right, that's good. Okay, it does help us because we also also have to talk about bike gallery in there. Yes, we awesome. do. I can't wait to ride this weekend. It's going to uh, be that's so nice. What I'm doing too. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. First up, um, it's it's a very light ball talk today. Just smattering here or there, just a little little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, first up, an update on yesterday's story: the ESPN reporter Brick McHenry. The one who went off on a parking attendant, on a lot attendant. I guess it was uh, at a tow company. She was getting her car out of out of the lot. She had to pay for it. Nobody's happy doing that. What she did was way beyond how you treat anyone. Uh, she So the video became public. If you haven't seen it yet, just Google Brick, Brit, B-R-I-T-T, McHenry. And you can, you can watch the whole video. She just says a whole bunch of really terrible things to this lot attendant. All while on camera, all knowing she was on camera, all saying, uh, I'm in television, I'm going to sue you, and all these different things. Calling her fat and calling her toothless. and Yeah, dumb. just rude. Really, really rude. She has been suspended for one week. ESPN only suspended her for one week. Now, uh, But sometimes that can lead into termination. It can. The thing with this, I mean, and the big thing here, too, is that she brought in the fact that she works for ESPN into her rant and was using that as part of her leverage of how wonderful and amazing she was and how dumb and terrible the, the other person was. They're, they suspended her for a week, but earlier this year, they suspended, and I think it was Bill Simmons, I think that's who it was, uh, was suspended for three weeks for saying something against the commissioner of the NFL. Not even another employee who was saying that the commissioner of the NFL... Like, I think they, he said that maybe he should lose his job because of the handling of the whole Ray Rice mm-hmm. thing. They suspended him for three weeks. So Britt McHenry is only getting one week. That's gross. Yeah, I mean, this is... that. The other thing was just a guy criticizing... And if, you don't know, if you don't know what Greg's talking about, listen to this woman yeah, you and know the what? way... It's, she's horrible. Should I pull it up just in case yeah. people haven't heard it? Okay, I'll, I'll pull it up. I mean, because you might be thinking, you know, like, oh, it can't be that bad. She's cruel. All right, yeah, it's in case you didn't hear mean. yesterday's show... I will. Uh, I will play it for you one more time because it is. It is relevant. It's very relevant right Jez, now. Jez uh, brings up the point. He said that this gives ESPN a week to decide what to do permanently. Bill Simmons is valuable. She is utterly replaceable. And that's true. Yeah, Bill it does S- give him some wiggle room. Well, Bill Simmons should not have been suspended for three weeks for his comment. Yeah. Okay, I am pulling it up right now. I'm in the news, sweetheart. That's I will look on to do this place. Okay, okay that's, that's fine. And I'll play your video. So carefully. I'll play the video. That's why I have a degree. I wouldn't work in a place like this. No. I'm going to just put... It makes my skin crawl even being here. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get you out of here quickly. Yep, that's how you feel about it. It's just taking people's money. Yeah
just want to clarify that. Do you feel good about your job? So I could be a college dropout and do the same thing? Why it doesn't rain and you don't? Looks like it. Maybe if I was missing some teeth, they would hire me, huh? Oh, like yours? Well, they look so stunning. Because I'm on television and you're in a fucking trailer, honey. Lose some weight, baby girl. God, what a horrible person. She's pretty awful. And she's she just as unlikable awful. today as she was yesterday. Yeah. I was like, maybe I was a little too harsh. No. No, it's it's pretty bad. And her, her apology was this. Here's what she issued. <clears throat> and it's, it's one of those, I'm sorry, not sorry. In an intense and stressful moment, I allowed my emotions to get the best of me and said some insulting and regrettable things. As frustrated as I was, I should always choose to be respectful and take the high road. I am so sorry for my actions and will learn from this mistake. She's not apologizing to the attendant for the nope. stuff she said. Nope. She's apologizing because she, she got caught. Got, she got caught. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what it is. Now, uh, there was some other stuff that came out about this. And I, I didn't. I, I don't remember this story. I didn't see this before. But I guess Jay, Jay Gruden, who is, he's, uh, what is he, head coach? Of Washington Redskins, I, I'm not sure. He's a, he's a he's either head coach or an offensive coordinator or something like that. His brother's John Gruden, very big football guy, and he was interviewed by Britt McHenry last year, and uh, he said that her reporting was amateur. It was an amateurish report. It's totally not totally not true. And anybody who reads that to believe that they're an amateur, anybody who reports that is an amateur. It's totally false and just something you have to deal with up here at the press conference. So he was talking about a report about Robert Griffin. He said it was completely untrue. He's like, that was just amateur issue. Her report. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of happened last year. And now there's this, where she's coming out with that. There's a lot of great reporters for ESPN, male and female. She really does seem like the bar of, you're very attractive, so we're just going to put you on camera. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it comes that, to. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. Utterly replaceable. Utterly replaceable. <laughs> So there we go. That is that. Um, suspended for one week. We'll see what happens after that. Moving on to Ball Talk, though. After that update. Um, Sarah, the... Uh, yeah, you know what? I don't even care about the, the one. That story's not so good. Okay. Uh, we'll just go straight to this. Sure. The big stories. The big things. The NBA playoffs are happening this weekend. So a bunch of different uh, matchups. is going to be a good series. For, for all the, Actually, it's going to be a good playoffs. Most of the matches, at least the Western Conference ones, are mm. going to be really good. There is uh, already some smack talk going on between the Washington Wizards and Toronto Raptors Ooh. due to Paul Pierce being there. Between Wizards and Dinosaurs. Paul Pierce her. said Toronto doesn't have the it factor. <laughs> Paul Pierce. <laughs> he's still lonely because he doesn't have Kevin Garnett with him anymore. Oh, he's so lonely. Let alone Ray Allen, who doesn't even come back to play. I don't talk to Ray Allen anymore. Don't, we don't speak on the phone anymore. We don't even remember each other's we were phone the best numbers of friends. anymore. We were the best of friends. Uh, so the Portland Trailblazers are taking on the Memphis Grizzlies on Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific. It's going to be a battle of two teams and to see who has the least amount of injuries. Because they've got a lot of injuries, too. The Blazers were racked with injuries for the last, especially month of the season, month, month and a half. It's... It's, it, they've taken some bad uh, some bad hits. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be out definitely Wesley Matthews and Darrell Wright for at least, well, Wesley Matthews for good, uh, Darrell Wright for at least the first playoff series if they can manage to get to a second one. They may have some players back on Sunday. Uh, the Grizzlies also have a whole bunch of injuries. So we'll see what happens. It's, it's going to be a, a, a gingerly battle between them to see who breaks. And I think it's, it's really. It. I really think it's going to come down to injuries. Mm-hmm. That's what's what it's going to be. Who has the most injuries? That's who's going to 
lose. Uh, but anyway, that is going on this weekend. So that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, I did come up with a few Lifetime movie. Okay, real quick names. though, uh, before we do that. I do want to just talk about Bike Gallery and oh, how yes. awesome it is that yes, they're yes, a sponsor. Yes. So our, our fine sponsor, Bike Gallery, um, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Bike Gallery link on the right-hand side. And I'll just tell you honestly what that is. That's how they track uh, who's coming from Fun Employment Radio to their website. You know, that's wide open. That's not like a secret thing. But if you go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on that Bike Gallery link, that actually takes you to the coupon that you can use where you get 10% off which is fantastic. And so you can use that when you go into one of their six locations here in Portland. Oh yeah. There's the bike gallery music. So you can use that at any of their locations. So you go in there, buy whatever it is. This includes bikes, everything, bikes, helmets, lights, anything that you need. And with the nice weather, at least here in Portland, you know, everybody's getting ready to start riding bikes again, go in there and use this code. So funemploymentradio.com, click on the bike gallery link, and then the coupon is 10%. And so you just show that to the clerk and they'll take it off. And that's all you got to do. That's it. And Bike Gallery really is a, a fantastic sponsor. And they've got, like I said, uh, six different locations here in Portland. So plenty of places for you to go. Go check out their website. They are just awesome. That's really what I what the bottom line is. And we really appreciate their sponsorship. And it sponsorship. is going to be a bike riding weekend. And thank you to everyone, too, who writes in once you go use like our coupons and, and go to uh, sponsors. Because uh, that helps because then we'll show them, too. You can just be like, hey, look at this, you know. Our listeners are badass, and mm-hmm. your sponsorship dollars are well worth it. That's kind of what it comes down to. Awesome, cool. All right, so what are your other, what are your other uh, ideas? All right, Sarah? I don't feel like I've hit the nail on the head uh, quite yet. Okay, like I feel, I feel like I'm pretty close. Okay, so we're trying to come up with the. Uh, I was looking <laughs> in the chat. Doing? I apologize. Like- there, I, st- I had I stopped for a second because there was a question in the chat. I'm trying to tell if that was a serious question or not about ball talk, a reference back to the ball talk thing. The Blazers are on the road. They have the number four seed, but they are on the road at the number five seeds location because that's how the NBA playoffs work. Uh, Because you can get a number four seed, but if you don't have a better record than the five seed, you go on the road. That's why the Blazers are in Memphis. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. All right. So I collected some from the chat. So uh, some of the good ones from the chat were witless protection. That that's already a movie. No, that's not witness protection. Witless isn't witless protection. I think that's one of the Paul Blart Mall Cup. Oh, I don't know. I should. Uh, know next that. up, I shouldn't know. Lie that. bucket challenge. It is actually witless protection. Okay. Oh lie- no, that's a. I'm, I know. I keep interrupting you. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm lie, sorry. Lie bucket challenge. Lie bucket challenge. Um, mine. One of the ones I picked. Bucket of lies, which I like. Okay. Uh, bucket of wives. Yes. Twice bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Iced family challenged, uh, tagged, which you know, like tagged on Facebook. Uh-huh. Um, so then here are four that I just came up with real quick. Uh, how about ice bucket challenged, caught in the act? Ooh, all right, all right. Um, how about status? You know how like Facebook you have your status. So how about status colon into relationships? <laughs> status, it's complicated. <laughs> oh, that's even better. <laughs> Um, my two wives, which is kind of, I think that's already a lifetime movie. I'm pretty sure. And, or else there's one from Michelle's point of view, which I thought, which could be witness rejected her side of the story instead of witness protected. Oh, okay. Her side of the story. And it could be done from Michelle's perspective. 
which might be a little more interesting than having it done by the sociopath perspective, which I found in Lifetime movies uh, fails more often than not. If you do really? it from the victims, the victims' perspective usually makes for a more interesting storyline. Okay, we could do that. What was that last one? You said witness. Witness rejected. <laughs> Her side of the story. <laughs> All right, I like that one. I'm pretty proud of that one. That's pretty good. Uh-huh. Well, there you go, Lifetime movie, Lifetime Network. Sir Stillen is right here for your uh, for your hiring. Oh God, it's just the job that I was born to have. To name Lifetime movies, yeah. yes. Do anything on Lifetime movies? I I would love to do that. Yep. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Uh, really, you guys are awesome. You you make you make us so happy. Yes. It's so much fun to do the show you. and to do it for you. And we really appreciate you downloading. We also appreciate you know your support with our sponsors. And, uh, and just like your that. support in general. Yeah, support in general. I mean, it, it really is. So even sharing our posts on Facebook, we're at FunImp Radio or on our uh, Facebook page, dot, you know, facebook.com slash funemploymentradio. You know, that kind of stuff really mm. does help out a lot. And, uh, you know, vote for us for the best podcast in Portland at wweek.com. And we hope you have a wonderful, fabulous weekend. Yes, indeed. Have a great time. Enjoy the sun if you're here in Portland or if it's sunny wherever you are. All right. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.